What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And on today's episode, we will be breaking down the Chicago Bulls' big win over the Toronto Raptors. This was a neat a win that the Bulls needed after going winless last week to come into the Toronto Raptors game, play a solid first half, to come back, have a huge third quarter that really helped seal the victory or set them on the path for victory. Then when the Toronto Raptors decided to attempt to come marching back in that fourth quarter, the Bulls are able to answer them, hold them off, and keep the big lead going in. This was one of the first games, one of the only games so far this season that the Bulls were able to have a big lead at the end of the third and hold on to that lead into the fourth quarter so much so that we're able to see Zach and DeMar and other key players sit in that in that early into the fourth quarter, get some much-needed rest. Zach Levine down to 35 minutes this game. DeMar DeRozan down to 35 minutes as well. And that people may hear that and say that that's still a lot of minutes, but one thing that I've been saying for a while is I wanted to see the, the, those players be between 32, 35 minutes uh, and get, get you know, it seems like a couple of minutes knocked off, but if you can get them down to 35 minutes and play around that 38-minute mark, it really does save a lot of time going into that into the playoffs and in the back half of the season. But on top of that, even Nikola Vucevic with 19 and 13, uh, 19 points, 13 rebounds, that is, on 7 for 17 shooting. Didn't have the best night shooting, but he was still able to key in, give us some, some key contributions there. Both 26 points each from DeMar and Zach Levine in this game. Zach, very aggressive, especially in that third quarter. He was aggressive throughout the game. His shot wasn't falling early on, but he was really able to bring it together in that third quarter. We've seen DeMar down the stretch as well make key, key uh, possessions. The story of this game is going to be the change that we saw having Alice Caruso out there with that starting lineup. It brought a little bit more energy. It brought a little bit more focus defensively. It brought some of those things that really did help this team. Now, I'm not going to say that it was the key to victory, but as well, some really good ones. And Ayo DeSumo, his first game being back on the bench after starting for the last 30 games or so for the Chicago Bulls, uh, 11 points off the bench, six assists, one block, uh, four fouls, no turnovers from Ayo DeSumo, and a plus-minus of plus three. Every starter had a double-digit plus-minus in this game, which with the deficit, you're going to see things like that. But Patrick Williams, the return of Patrick Williams, playing 19 minutes in his first game back since October, three for eight shooting. He took some aggressive shots. He had some very aggressive moments offensively in this game, but also some key rebounds, two rebounds overall from him, one still, only one turnover, plus-minus of negative seven, and scoring seven points upon his return. The fact that Patrick Williams took eight points in 19 minutes, where we've seen him not take that many in way more minutes than that, is really a good sign to see as well as Patrick Williams continues to work himself back. Javante Green, 30 minutes in this game, only seven points overall, but he made so many key rebounds, key uh, steals, key just, Javante just knows where to be on the floor and when he needs to be it. All these things come combined for the Bulls to get their first win in over a week to get back into the win column, get to 42 wins, 42 and 29 so far for this season. We'll see how the Bulls finish out the season as they prepare for the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow and what is going bound to be a big test for the, for the Chicago Bulls. Um, all that being said, this was a very good game, very positive game, and a good feeling uh, coming out of this game heading into Milwaukee for the next game. Let's go ahead. Let's get into the comments um, on this live stream. Let's see how everybody's feeling about this. If they are agreeing with me, if they feel as good as I do about this, it was really, really good to see this game, and I can't wait to see what you guys uh, say and feel about this game. Let's go ahead and get into it. Terrell Smith with the first one. That defense went to another level tonight. Yes, that's one of the things, a key difference in this game tonight is that when needed, 
the Bulls made the stops that needed to be made. And that's one of those things that we have not been seeing with the Chicago Bulls that we've been talking about. At least I have been for a while is wanting to see that the Bulls offense usually takes care of itself. If you can get a defense that even if not great throughout the game, can get some of those key stops. And we saw a really good defense, defensive effort from the Chicago Bulls in the second half of this game. And it was pretty solid even in the first half, but it was really a real big difference. Now, the Bulls got completely out-rebounded in this game. Uh, they lost the rebounding battle by seven. I think at the half they were losing the rebounding battle by by almost double digits. So the fact that they closed that a little bit, good good to them. Uh, Raptors with 12 turnovers. The Bulls had the most, um, the most uh, po- points off turnovers since early in the season today it's been a minute bulls also with only five turnovers in this game keeping those turnovers down were very key for the chicago bulls also seven blocks from the bulls 28 assists we already know we've talked about when the bulls get closer and closer to that 30 assist margin what that what how different this team looks man this was a good game to see good game to see chris says uh the defense finally showed up and almost brought a tear to my eye well don't cry we need to see it more consistently, but yeah, it was definitely great to see. Pat Will, baby, from Apex. Yes, absolutely. Patrick Williams with some solid minutes. Definitely some solid minutes. Bradley's trash. Yes, Tony Bradley is terrible. 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 Jack is truth with all smiles. Yes. The Paul. It's good to see the Paul. And listen, listen. It's it didn't show up on the stat sheet. But one thing that I'm noticing about uh Patrick Williams in this game is that he had some key times where he would rotate on the ball. When players were coming, uh, trying to penetrate into the lane, that completely disrupted what they were trying to do on offense, what they were trying to do in that play, in that possession. Those are the type of things that don't always show up in the stat, will never show up in the stat sheet. There's no stat for that, so it's not that sometimes it doesn't. It's It's not a stat for that, and Patrick Williams did those things. His defensive instincts show their, their I would say, ugly head, but no, their beautiful face in this game, and it was much needed, much needed for sure. Edwin Washington in the building. What's up, Hayes? Just glad to see the game tonight with my boy, Pat Will, back in action. Missed the first half, but love the bounce back. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. LaVoy says, uh, nice to see the patented suffocating Bulls D again. Yes, very good, very good. Juan uh, says, I'm very encouraged by today's win. P. Will did way better than I thought. He Listen, I was not expecting Patrick Williams um, to be able to give the type of effort that we saw from him. And I didn't expect for him to play 19 minutes out at that. And keep in mind, game shape is way different than it being in shape. So as he continues to work himself into game shape, whoo, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Ryan Ruiz, uh, Patrick Williams looking good. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Alex says it feels weird getting a distance win. Yes, because it's been, a, it's been, like, when's the last time the Bulls had a blowout? The last time the Bulls had a blowout was that game against the Pistons. Um, when we won, we scored like 133 points or something like that. I think that was the last time we had a blowout, and that was probably like a month ago at this point. Uh, let's see. And this wasn't really a blowout per se. It's just we we kept our lead down the stretch. Um, but yeah, it was good, definitely good to see. We beat, yeah. So it was. I think it was the Detroit game, 133 to 87. Uh, yeah, I think that was the last time we were on the the positive end of a blowout victory. Um, no, we had a. We beat the San Antonio Spurs February 14th, 120 to 109. So you got that as well. Um, Reginald Short says, can we talk about the poor? Yeah, this free throw shooting. I talked about it very heavily at the halftime hangout. That's really what kept us out of being in the lead pretty much in that first half. Um, yeah, ha- I, you don't really see that from this team too often. So I think that I don't, I don't want to 
overly talk about it because I don't think it's going to really be a concern. It's been one game. Let's see if it turns into a trend. Then we'll talk about it heavily. But, I mean, hey, you run into that sometimes. It's the NBA. Ricky Fontaine, ball security defense, playing with sense of urgency and DeMar going straight up instead of pump faking were, the, were keys to this game. From your mouth to God's ears, brother, that is nothing but pure and utter facts there. Yes. Billy Minnington says, nice to see Paul coming back. Hopefully uh, we can get a good trade package for a couple. What? Listen. Oh, I'm playing. I'm playing. You knew what you were doing there. You knew what you were doing. Petty was, Petty was literally, I felt him taking over my body. Taking over my body. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you threw that in there. Uh, let's see. Uh, BLK Dank 1 says, Caruso starting was great. It was absolutely really good. Really good to see it. Reginald Short, happy to see Young again, but still mad he's not in the Bulls jersey. Well, we'll see what happens next season. We'll see what happens. That, you know what? If if the if the Chicago Bulls don't, like, make any big trades, right, and really just if, you know, you see Matt Thomas probably going away, Tony Bradley hopefully going away, um, Malcolm Hill not being on the team. Um, who else? I'm missing somebody. Troy Brown Jr. probably won't be back. If they can fill that out with veterans like uh, Thad Young, people who won't take a huge – because Thad Young will probably sign for a mid-level, right? You can probably get away with signing him for close to the full mid-level, if not the full level mid-level. And, you know, if you add players like that in, uh, that really does some things for your team, right? So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Jay Lar says, get them likes for Hayes. Only four with 100. We only got four likes on this video. That can't be right. That can't be right. I don't believe that. That can't be right. That can't be facts, man. That can't be facts. Raps fans are already hitting the dislike button, though. Already hitting the dislike button. Bucks rematch tomorrow. Let's kick Grayson Allen. No, let's kick the team. Listen, at this point, I understand the whole Grayson Allen thing. I don't care. I want to see the Bulls beat Milwaukee. I don't give it. Let Grayson Allen go off for 40 fucking points. If the Bulls get a win, that's all that matters. I don't want to see no hard foul. I don't give a damn about none of that. It's about wins now. That vendetta shit, we had our chance for that. That shit's gone. Let's 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 avenge Caruso being out so long with a fucking win against the Milwaukee Bucks. Forget all that. Forget all that. Let's see. Trim Baker. Hi, Hayes. I know you don't like uh, trade talks, but will you do an offseason? Yeah. Yeah. Offseason is different. The only so let me let me be clear on this. It's not that I don't like trade talks. It's that this this season specifically that the trade talks got Bulls fans became so focused on trading for this mythical star and that they convinced themselves that players could play roles that they didn't. The amount of people who said Jeremy Grant was an elite defender when he and there's no statistical fact to back up Jeremy Grant being a, being a, an elite defender. The fact that people talked about Miles Turner being the key at sometimes where literally Miles Turner does offer more defensively, but I already broke it down. His stats and Vucic stats aren't that big of a difference and he's a much a much worse passer, a way worse passer than Nikola Vucevic. So like though that specifically in this season, I dropped the trade talk because it became too much of Bulls fans just dreaming and just thinking about not even con roster construction, not even who actually fits this team. They just needed, wanted to see the Bulls make a trade because it, it served some bullshit-ass th thinking that they had that if the, on the only way that the Bulls were serious is if they made a trade. That's specifically why I wasn't talking about trades anymore in the middle of the season. I am absolutely fine with trade talk. You'll get a lot of speculation from me in the offseason, and even probably next season I'll do some more realistic trade talks. It's just this season it got way out of hand. Way out of hand from fans. Reginald Short says, didn't watch the game live. Was there a lot of excessive passing or shot? Has Reginald, look, I'm noticing that you say that a lot. You got to watch the games, brother. You got to watch the games. One thing with me, um, I don't like, like you won't, and part of this may be the reason why I don't like doing live calls. 
I don't like recapping word for word what happened with stuff. Not with movies, not with games. I like just talking about it, breaking it down. But what I will say is that excessive passing, no. There wasn't it. There was there were some bad passes at times where it seemed like Zach, of course, made some bad passes. That is just something that we can expect from Zach Levine. But no, it wasn't excessive. Shot hesitation? Honestly, no. Especially not from Io. And that's why Io may be better coming off the bench. Uh getting a win against the Bucks will be a big confidence booster for this team. Listen, and for the fan base. For the fan base, right? I think this team is confident, but for the fan base, for sure, it'd definitely be one. Felt like Pat added a spark to this team. Good defense, good size. He's an underrated addition to this team. Let's hope we can carry this momentum into tomorrow's game. That one's from Smear Sixty. What? Yeah, absolutely true, there, brother. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Byron Sullivan said, "I did want Sabonis though. Sabonis wouldn't listen. Sabonis is literally like replacing Vooch with a younger, slightly well." It's probably more consistent at this point in their careers, but it really wouldn't have done much overall. A Sabonis, like I said, it's not that much. As much as people try to lobby against Vooch's defense and for Miles Turner's defense, go and look at the stats. There is really not that much difference between. Uh, Miles Turner does more of the flashy things like blocks and stuff like that, and there's even less of a difference between Sabonis and Vooch when it comes to when it comes to stats projected out so yeah i understand that but it, all you would have been doing is just trading vooch for almost a younger version of himself and that really wouldn't have got the bulls any farther yes sir hayes i agree with you and i was dumb fan that wanted grant but i regret it now <laughs> go bulls hey listen man it, it's i don't I, and that's the thing i'm not against people saying hey grant could help us in certain ways it's just that some bulls fans convinced themselves that grant could do things for us that he just wasn't going to bring he's a, he's a solid player don't get me wrong Brandon Peck says, talking about Grant, did you see the book? But he makes sense for the Blazers, especially since they traded CJ. To try to bring in another scorer for them, that makes sense for them. I, 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 that makes Grant would probably actually be really good for them, honestly. Uh, how do you feel about P. Will's performance tonight? I feel like for a player who hasn't played competitive basketball since October, it was really, really good. Really good. Matter of fact, I would say it's good overall. Like looking for him, if you didn't, if you didn't have the stigma of a, of a fourth overall pick. Somebody who, you know, was was our starting uh, power forward and is probably going to be back our starting forward. If you just looked at what he did in the minutes he was out there, everything even, not thinking about the fourth overall pick or nothing like that, you would see a player who gave the in it, re really good energy defensively, got some key um, rebounds when he did, deterred some people on defense. He did what he needed to do. So, yes, this was a really solid performance from Patrick Williams. Ricky Fontaine says, oh, trust uh, trust me, I answered a couple of trade talks on Friday when you were gone, and it had a snowball effect. You don't open, want to open that can of worms. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Born Troublesome, go look at the stats, bro. Like, I'm a very advanced analytics person. Sabonis, so there's nothing statistically. Again, when you watch – and, again, Sabonis' weaknesses – are the same as Vooch's weaknesses. Sabonis will get just as exposed as Vooch on this team because it's about the way that the roster is supposed to be constructed. And if he was playing, if Sabonis was out there playing with Io and Javante Green instead of Patrick Williams and Lonzo Ball, you wouldn't see that much difference between Sabonis. Go and go look at the advanced analytics. I told you I broke it down completely. Like uh, Vooch was only point a uh, point oh percentage, so point oh like I think it was six or seven worse defensively than than miles turner and sabonis is even worse than that so no there's not that much difference between sabonis and nicola it's just that we see him we see him on this team we see his his weaknesses get get exposed on this team sabonis's weaknesses will get exposed on this team the same exact way the same exact way jq chicago says and miles turner is always hurt i didn't think about that part brandy's in the building what's going on brandy 
Y'all get them likes up before Brandy tells you to. Because Brandy doesn't take it as easy as I do. Uh, I didn't realize how big of an impact that Pat Williams really made on this team. Holy shit. Paid art, sports cards. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Um, that's why I always say that defense is really about energy and, and effort. And Patrick Williams, in every one of those 19 minutes that he played, he was given effort. And we saw him not hesitate to take shots. Now, we need to see that be more consistent before we should be able to say that that's gone from him. But at least the shot, the shot taking part of it, I want to see him make some more. But he didn't really hesitate to take shots like he was early in the season, which is definitely good to see. Definitely good to see. Shout out to Ricky. He held it down for his look. Rick, Ricky's done two live streams for me now. He always holds it down. Always. And Ricky doesn't understand. Like, I don't think Ricky realizes that he's a natural at this. Right. I think Ricky tries to say or tries to think that, hey, I like talking. So it just comes natural. But it's different between just talking and owning the flow of a conversation, keeping people in a chat engaged. Ricky does that probably better than me, to be honest with you, in, in certain areas. So, Ricky, listen, y'all, I'm glad that you shouted out, Ricky, because he needs to hear that and see that for sure. Uh, Chris uh, says, yo, Hayes, if the playoffs started today, uh, what would you want the rotation to be thought? Uh, listen, I, I, I really it, I, I really think it's situational. I really think that it's going to boil down to who we're matched up against, who's playing well. Um, as far as if you're asking about the starters, I really do want to see Patrick Williams get back in that starting lineup and stay in that starting lineup, if, especially if he's given this type of energy. Um, and I think Javante is going to be good no matter if he's starting or coming off the bench. I think at this point, um, the, the lineup's going to be the starting five. We'll see what happens with Lonzo if he's in that starting five. Uh, Io, Kobe's definitely going to be getting minutes for sure. Tristan's definitely going to be getting minutes. And then it's going to fluctuate between who gets, like, for example, Derek Jones Jr. got a DMP tonight. He got a DMP tonight. Even Matt Thomas got one minute. Uh, Tony Bradley got two minutes. Uh, and Troy Brown Jr. got two minutes as well. And Derek Jones Jr. got a DMP. With the way that this game went down the stretch, they didn't really need Derek Jones Jr. So I really think it's going to be determined by who we're facing at, at any given time in the playoffs and what lineups they have out there, what's been working for us that game. That's what I think. Thoughts on why Javante is so timid since the All-Star break at you? I mean, no, we got to keep in mind, uh, that's that's been Javante over the course of the whole season. We saw a stretch where he was hitting down threes with more frequency, more more confidence. But for the most part, Javante has not been, has not been um, somebody who's taken shots very oftenly. So I don't think that it's just since I think we we saw a period in which he was doing it, and then we for kind of forget around that. This is just who Javante has been. Uh, 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 keep skipping. I'm trying to click on the comment. I wish we were in a position to rest Debo and Zach, especially Zach with that knee. Well, if they keep playing like this, we'll probably we'll probably get a little bit more of that. Um, they got some 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 rest in this one, so um, we'll see if they can start holding on to leads. We'll definitely probably see that a little bit more. Uh, Brandon L. Jet says, remember when the Bulls had to resort to Matt Thomas, Troy Brown Jr., and Bradley for significant minutes early in the season? Bulls, and this is why, listen, the next man up mentality. I think Bulls fans, you know, saying the ones that turn from injuries are, aren't an excuse because early in the season, when we, we were losing one player due to COVID, two players due to COVID. And then, yeah, we had like three or four out at one time and, and they, players were able to step up. But at some point that you always go back to the median. And the fact is that we were getting great contributions from players that were stepping up when players were down, but you can't expect that to sustain for a whole season. And so, yes, it definitely contributed. I'm not saying that that's the only reason, right? I'm not saying that's the only reason the Bulls were losing, the only reason we haven't seen the Bulls play to the level that we think they can play in, but it absolutely does contribute to it. When you have players who 
weren't getting minutes at the back end of the bench, to all of a sudden you have to rely on those players for minutes. So we'll see if this we'll see if the if this is a beginning of a turnaround for the Bulls to end the season in the next eleven games. Really, this is what this is what the Bulls right now sit at sit at forty two and twenty nine. I really some people have asked, can the Bulls still get fifty wins? I don't know. The Bulls would have to go on a hellified end. And then I worry that if they were to win that amount of games out of the games that are left, keep in mind, there's 12 games left. So that would mean they would have to win eight out of the next 12, most of which are on the road. For the Bulls to get get to that 50-win mark, I wonder if they would expound so much energy that it would affect them in the first round of the playoffs. So I don't care about that. I just want to see this Bulls team execute, play well. I don't give a damn about the number of wins. As long as the Bulls stay around that fourth or fifth seed, then it is what it is there. Let's see what else we got. Alana says Bulls had really good ball movement today. Matter of fact, where's Juliet? Where's Juliet? She's not in here? Um, Let's see what else we got. But, yeah, thank you, Alana. Yeah, they did have really good ball ball movement today. Patrick says live stream is so much more fun after a dub. I honestly think, no, I think after a loss is like, because we talk about the game, we use like the first 20 minutes of the live stream to kind of get off our grievances, and then we just end up talking shit to each other. Uh, so it's, it guesses what you mean by fun, but I, I definitely, definitely see what you mean. Shy71089 uh, says, hope all is well. Your channel is growing. Keep it up. Thank you so much. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a, what, eight months almost now? Uh, it'll be eight months, th- uh, the 14th of next month, I think. I, I lose track of time, but yeah, it, it's the community that we've built has been amazing. That's been the best part of this. Hayes is Bull Nation. You hear me? We done did that, man. It's time to give the Bucks a spanking. We'll see. It's a tall test, right? It's a tall test. And I know we're riding the win, but yeah. Uh, Brian the Trier says, hey, is we getting 50 wins? Uh, I don't. That's a tall order, brother. That is a really tall order. Let's see. Matthew asks, do you think the consistent energy is one of the Bulls' biggest issues? I think consistent, not necessarily energy, but consistent execution, I definitely think is the issue. I don't necessarily think the energy is always, because we've seen the Bulls have some energetic times where and they still get a damn l so i think it's the execution if i had to put a word on it for sure let's see what else we got crazy we had the same amount of offensive rebounds because it felt like they had more than us by a nice margin it did it definitely did especially if, if you were looking in that first quarter that first half it it felt like like they were killing us uh, and we weren't getting any offensive rebounds but hey it all it all ended up working out for the best for the bulls and they they really kicked in that that rebounding effort in that second half i got a feeling petty gonna come out oh for sure that's not even a question the only way that petty won't come out if the bulls sweep every single series and we know that's not gonna happen so yeah adrian says i always get two likes from him one from the from the real and one from the burner. Hey, I appreciate you supporting me even on the burner, my brother. Definitely appreciate that. Oh, Brandy got it. She got, listen, she's using emojis now. Get them likes up, Brandy says. She says, get the likes up, y'all. See what else we got. Hayes, what, off topic, what do you think about, uh, listen, I think that it shows the fall of a man, a fall of greatness. And honestly, it shows how much of a opportunity is. The fact of him talking about using the backpack culture from Talib Kweli and most deaf and kind of using that to catapult himself was to me considering his comments about them on drink champs made it disgusting made it disgusting that's that's my thoughts on it more details on that on the breaks radio but yeah brandon l jet always supporting the channel thank you for the super chat my brother thank you for your for your support of this channel uh he says uh where are my manners support Hayes and support the best channel hey i appreciate you brother i appreciate you thank you so much as always man uh remember where the bulls were last year at this time i would take uh that we are a playoff team even better with a healthy team absolutely from bro rob uh shy uh who is our starting five going to- well zoe may not be here by the playoffs 
So I I think that that's going to be our starting five, but swap Zoe and put Caruso in there because I definitely think Caruso will be the starter in the playoffs as well. Um, yeah. Now, if Zoe comes back and is healthy, if he has a breakthrough, we'll see. But yeah, would you rather be in the bracket with the Heat, Nets, and Celtics or the Bucks, a Bucks, a Philly Bucks, and Raptors? Here's what I'll say. Keep in mind the Heat and Nets bracket. They're probably going to knock them one of one of each other out. Right. Right now, they will be facing each other in the first round of the playoffs. So really. You're looking at from a Bulls perspective, it's the Celtics and then the winners of the Heat and Nets. So I would put that bracket alone for that. That's that's the bracket I'm picking if I had to pick with that one. And that's why. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um Millar Miller says, Hey, Hayes with 53 and 29 bound, a 60 <laughs> 6 and 0 playoff. 16 and 0. Oh man, listen, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. First winning season in a while. Wherever this ends, we have to take a step. Excited to is our last winning season. Was it, was that the three alpha season or was that was that a five hundred? I can't remember what our records were the three alpha season. Um, let's see if I can find it real quick, or if you guys can let me know in the chat. What was our season of the year of the three alphas? Because I don't remember. C Wade Bryant says, "Yo, it was really dope to see a whole stadium get lifted when P Will came out. That was a feel." And then on top of that, when he hit that corner three, you would have thought that it was a game winner in the NBA Finals. Love seeing that. Love seeing that. Patrick Conway says, twenty sixteen. Was the last year we had a winning season? Wow. That's crazy it's been that long. Three alpha season. Okay, I thought it was a five. I couldn't remember if it was a winning season or 500 season. That's crazy. That is crazy. Now, I missed a comment, and I, I can't find it. Uh, I think it refreshed on me. But somebody asked. Um, I'm sorry I can't find your comment so you can get your, your, uh, your recognition. But somebody did leave a comment asking, does Patrick Williams start tomorrow? I don't think they move him to start. I really do think this whole first week, Patrick Williams coming off the bench. But if he keeps playing like this, I can definitely see him by next week, right, being back in the starting lineup. I can see that. I just don't think that Billy Donovan, I think Billy Donovan is going to wait, see how his body really responds. It's easy to have. Not Let me not say it's easy to have. But, it, it you know, you don't want to over-evaluate one game. You want to see, especially on a back-to-back, you really want to see how his body responds, how he responds, how his legs respond, if he's winded in the second game. And really, because we have four games this week, I think this is a good test to really see what you can get from him. And then Monday against New York, which is the last time he started uh, against New York, have him start that game. That's what I would do. That's what I think the Bulls are going to do as of right now. Ricky, go listen, that is one thing about Ricky. Every time, like, the fact, like, these two, two-and-a-half-hour live streams, is like, damn, bro, like, damn. I mean, that's what – people with no kids can do that shit. Ricky can do that. Like, I listen, a three. I think I've, the most I've done is, like, maybe two hours, maybe two hours. And that's when I first started and didn't really – I used to read every single comment. So, yeah, we were, we were there for that long. Evan, I haven't seen you around in a while. Evan, thank you so much for your support of the channel, brother. Um, I'm back, my boy, and better than ever. Hey, there you go. There you go. He says, Pat needs to start, period. That's from Bob. No, you don't want to rush him in the back in the starting. You really don't. It's for a couple of reasons. And that's not to say that he doesn't need to start by the playoffs, but you want to ramp him up slowly. Again, play 19 minutes. He, he looked winded at the end of that, uh, at the end of the first half. Not so much in the second half, but you really want to, to allow him some time to get back and to, and to work back in there. I don't think it's the fact of him earning the starting position. I think everybody knows that he is the starting power forward, but you don't want to throw him right back in there to starting. Let himself ramp up and then, you know, give him a week and see what happens. Ben Paul with the super chat. Thank you so much, brother. Bulls need Lonzo. Don't see them going far without that final piece of the puzzle. Uh, listen, I don't know if you're a if you're a ball family stand. Here's what I'll say is that Lonzo definitely, definitely helps. Like, I, I wouldn't say at all. Like, oh, no, the, like some people, Io needs to be the start over Lonzo. They, they were saying never that. 
what Lonzo brings to this team is huge. But keep in mind, the Bulls, the Bulls don't even use Lonzo to his full capability. So I think we also need to evaluate that. If you're talking about a, a fully unleashed Lonzo, that's different, but they don't use him in that manner. So I won't say necessarily that he's the key uh, or final piece of the puzzle. We don't even know what it is. We haven't seen it yet. But he definitely, definitely, you want to have him out there more than not. That's for damn sure. Uh, hey, hey, it's a great show again. It's hard for me to watch you constantly. My job schedule has changed, but I will support you when I can. Are you doing live shows for the Bears channel? Okay, here. So keep in mind, you can always support the channel. I do pre-recorded videos more than I do live streams. So you always can support and watch whenever you want to. Also, you can also listen to the podcast, especially if you're at work. You can pop in the headphone. I'm not just a YouTube channel. This started off as a podcast, not a YouTube channel. So you can always listen to the podcast version as well if you're on the go. As far as the Bears channel, yes, we will be doing live streams after games on the Bears channel. We won't do like halftime hangouts and things like that on the Bears channel, but you will get, um, well, I say that. I said that we weren't going to do, I wasn't going to do multiple live streams in a day on this channel. So we'll see. If the demand's there, we'll see what we can do. But we're definitely planning to do after game uh, live streams on Sundays and Mondays when the Bull, when the Bears play on Monday. So you'll be getting that as well. Byron Sullivan with a super chat. Thank you, brother. I'm t- I'm talking for the playoff haze. Not now. oh, for sure then, for sure. My bad. My bad. I didn't read the I didn't read it in that context. But yeah, if you're talking about the playoffs, absolutely. If if the goal is not to get Patrick Williams ready to start by the playoffs, I got to question whoever's setting that goal. Because yeah, you definitely and especially with the energy you see. Yes, he needs to be out there. Brendan L. Jett says, hey, he's got 30 jobs. I don't know. The key thing is, is I don't. You know how, like, uh, in Avengers, uh, David Benner's thing was, Cap, I'm always angry. Or however he said it, I know that's not the way that the line was delivered. My thing is, is I, I really don't. Like, four, five hours, maybe six hours from time to time if I'm feeling a little bit fancy. Uh, but, yeah, I don't sleep much. And I content, I, I create a lot of content. That's This is what I do. So, it is what it is. Just like after I finish this, me and Pat got to go do Locked On Bulls. So it is what it is there. Pay Dirt Sports Card with a super chat. Thank you again, brother, for like everybody else. Thank you so much for supporting the channel and helping build here. Uh, can this team play like they were playing in the first 30 games of the season when fully? Absolutely. Matter of fact, I think that they can play better. But because keep, keep in mind, most of those games were without Patrick Williams. I think that this team can be better. Do we see that this season? Do we see that next season until we really see that? I don't know, but I definitely, definitely think that our best basketball is still ahead of us for sure. See where Brian said, yo, I recently stumbled onto this podcast and I found myself locked in after the games. The way you and your mans and them clown, I think last week, y'all had me dying. Y'all make me miss the crib. Hey, man, this is, listen, one thing about me, and I've always said this, and even when people are like, there are some people who literally say, I can't listen to Chicago Bull Central because he curses. And to them, I say, look, I respect it. But I'm not stopping because I this has to be me. And anybody who knows me in real life knows I'm a shit talker. I like to have fun. Um, I'm like also, this is all different sides of me. And it has to be that. It has to be that for me to put my time into anything. So the fact that you get enjoyment out of it for me just being me means the most to me, brother. Uh, ben Paul with another super chat. Thank you so much. That's the Bulls identity. Lonzo pushing the fast break. Bulls in transition. His defense is as good as anybody on the team. Second best three I would say that Lonzo is probably our best three-point shooter, in my opinion, um, more consistent. But I would say that um, that's still not the, – the, the Bulls' identity isn't wrapped in Lonzo Ball. Um, but, you know, I mean, hey, I, I've always, I always say my opinion holds no more weight than anybody else's. I just – I don't agree with you on that one. I'm not saying that – I'm not saying – I'm not even saying that we don't need Lonzo in the playoffs 
everything correct. I'm just saying Lonzo isn't the key to the Bulls' ultimate success in the playoffs. Byron Sullivan with another one. Uh, I do think Lonzo is, yes, a very important piece, extremely. Like, let's be clear there. I'm not at all saying, hey, the Bulls are okay without Lonzo. Not saying that, right? They're Well, they're okay. But I'm not saying that we, like, you know, you, you got those some Bulls fans, those knee-jerk reaction Bulls fans, oh, the Bulls should just start Io DeSumo. No, no, no. Lonzo is our starting point guard. Do you think, listen, this is the one thing that I've been saying. When I, I, and people disagreed with me when I said it. Everybody's been so worried about what that guard rotation with Alex Caruso, Io DeSumo, Lonzo Ball, and Kobe White was going to look like. And I've always said I'm not worried about that because I think it's going to average out because Billy Donovan is going to play them out of position. I have always said since Tristan got here that once Patrick Williams comes back, the key thing of who's going to fall out the rotation was going to be between Patrick, uh, Javante, Tristan Thompson, and, and Derrick Jones Jr. I have always said that. Always said that. Um, and so it doesn't surprise me to see Derrick Jones Jr. get a DMP this game. Um, it's unfortunate. Even look at the beginning of the season. Now, Derrick Jones Jr. was coming back from injury, but Derrick Jones Jr. was getting DMPs. He wasn't playing a lot of minutes. We really saw Derrick Jones Jr. unlocked after Patrick Williams was out, and then even then it took a little while, right? They found a key role for Derrick Jones Jr. when they started playing him as backup center, and him and Lonzo developed a hell of a pick and roll. So, yeah, yeah. Pay, uh, pay Dirt Sports Cards again with another super chat. Thank you, brother. KC just said, Billy Donovan said, Alex Caruso is starting something he wants to look at as a long-term thing. See? I really do, th- especially, because keep in mind, listen, this is, again, this is not fact. This is my opinion. I think the Bulls internally know Lonzo Ball is not going to be back by the playoffs. I definitely think that. When you look at how Billy Donovan's been talking about, even when Billy Donovan's comments, it's like he's like, you know, I want to be honest, but I don't, I, don't, I don't want AK and Eversley to be waiting for me back in Chicago in my office like, man, listen, what, what the, we told you not to say nothing. Um, but I definitely think that, that, that there is, with some optimism that they're wrong, but I definitely think they're preparing for a postseason without Lonzo Ball. Definitely think that that's what they're doing. Byron Sullivan with another. Y'all, y'all battling back and forth with Super Chats. I appreciate it, though. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. versus Javante Green, I think I would say bye-bye to Tristan Thompson in certain series. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tristan is going to be unplayable in certain series, depending on what happens. Like, keep that in mind. That's definitely on the table. So, yeah. And then, then Derek Jones Jr. would probably get some more minutes. So, it, it really is fluid. It's really, really fluid. While we'll see some teams shrink down to a strict eight- to nine-man rotation, I think the Bulls are still going to play mainly eight to nine people in play- playoff series, but it's going to vary game to game depending on what they need. It's going to vary series to series. So it's definitely it's definitely going to be interesting to see what Billy Donovan does with the rotations. Let's see what else we got. Finally, Billy makes an adjustment that makes sense. Io's better suited as a backup point guard. You listen, and you've seen Io. He shot more confidently when he now again. It's been one game, but in this game, paid really good dividends. Did I ever find? Oh yeah, of course. Of course, it's a house. It's not like I live in a black hole. Of course, I was going to find it. But yeah, it, it, I found it after I looked. I didn't actually look for it. But yeah, I found it. Let's see. Might see. Oh, for sure. For sure. I Yeah, probably will see more Derrick Jones Jr. tomorrow night. I wouldn't be surprised with that. You're right. Alana says, I think AC starting was definitely better, not only for IO, but also to pump up the team early. Yes. Keep in mind. That communication that he provides on the defensive end helps the players around him as well. Ryan says, we really needed this one. It's been a rough week for sure, brother, for sure. All right. Well, we are going to get ready to go ahead and wrap this up. Again, I don't go as long as Ricky Fontaine. Um, Like, listen, listen, that's all I got to say. Plus, you guys got to get me again tomorrow 
for your uh, pregame, uh, halftime hangout, and postgame. So between between today's video to tomorrow's video, I will release three more videos before the end, four more before the end of the night. And that's with already doing, this is my fourth for today. Come on, man. I'm putting in work. Y'all get them likes up before I leave because I'm putting in some work out here, y'all. But that is it for me for the guy for tonight, guys. I got to go record Locked on Bulls. Thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you for everyone with uh with the support in the Super Chats and helping build this community. Thank you for supporting each other and supporting Ricky Fontaine as he held down the live chat for me on Friday. That is it for me for the guy, for today, guys. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a voicemail, you can do so, 773-270-2799. Also, Go check out Chicago Bears Central for any Bears fans. I love you guys. Go Bulls. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.